Hey, what's going on? This is Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, December 6th, 2020. What's happening? How are you? All cozied up here wearing flannel, Adidas sweatpants, name brand. They got the cool three stripes on the side. I got some Fresca that I'm sipping with an ice cube, a large chunk, like an iceberg. It's great. And I took my multivitamin today. So everything is really coming up, Quinn. And we have a special guest, and she just wants to say one or two words. Rachel Ramos, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Wow. It's very exciting. <laughs> I'm excited. You're a natural. You're going to do so well. I'll try my best. Rachie Rach, making her podcast debut. Rach, you want to say hello to any friends or family out there? Uh, hello to my family. I know they're big listeners, friends, and just all my individual fans that are probably listening now that I'm featured on this. Yeah. I know we've already gone viral like 30 times, but it's probably going to be viral moment number 31, Rachel making her big podcast debut, and wow, do we have so much to not talk about. There's Tonsillitis Watch, there's Real Housewives Recap, Rachel was going to share with us some memories from Christmas's past, so we've got a lot... (laughs) Ooh, we should have gotten the video stream going for those eyes. They just got real big. Um, No, we're going to keep it pretty short today um, because we have a couple things that we want to watch, and I don't really know anything about them, so Rachel's going to give us a quick preview of what she knows because she's not an expert either, but the first thing that we're looking at is the flight attendant, which the biggest concern going in was... Did our friend reset the HBO password, but we just confirmed no, and so we are good to go. Rach, what do we know about the flight attendant on HBO? I don't know too much about it. I've just been getting a lot of Facebook ads for it. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's a thriller, murder type thing. Ooh. Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco. Cuoco is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she wakes up next to a dead body after a blackout. Oh, I hate when that happens. And we're just going to go from there. Wow. And it's all 40,000 feet in the air, so it's extra spooky. That sounds delicious. I think we'll try to watch the first episode tonight. And then something I really don't know anything about is a Lifetime movie. What's that one called, and what can we expect? I don't know what it's called. That's all okay. I know is that Chad Michael Murray is in it. Uh, I saw it on his Instagram. And he was my first crush. So that's why I want to tune in and watch. Now, for the <laughs> listeners and podcast co-hosts out there who don't know who Chad Michael Murray is, give us a little uh, career recap. What's what's he famous for? What is he? Uh, what, what 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 did what has he previously sure. done? He he's an actor. He was in One Tree Hill. That's probably what he, I know him best in. Um, he was like one of the main characters in that. And he was also in a really fun movie, A Cinderella Story, with Hilary, Hilary Duff. Duff? Yeah. Whoa, I did not see that one, yeah. but sounds pretty good. We can add good. that to the list for next weekend. We'll be on the Chad Michael Murray Ooh, binge. I don't know. I think I have to work next weekend, and TV. I just don't know if we can fit it all in. So 
we'll see. Maybe we can build a gingerbread house next weekend. I know you're really handy. She's always putting things together. Mm -hmm. Don't you have like a you have like a pink toolbox, or am I thinking of something else? Yes, I do have a pink toolbox. Wow, what's your My favorite dad tool? Just purchased it for me. Wow, because he knows how much I like to build furniture. That's very kind of him. What have you built so far? With the toolbox, nothing. or anything. It's all all of the furniture in my room was pretty much built by me. Wow. Except my bed frame and the dresser. That's pretty. Put together my the TV stand too, and a shoe rack. It's super impressive. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It's a lot more mm -hmm. handy than me. It sounds like you've been watching a lot of uh, home improvement reruns with Tim Allen, or maybe this old house. You really all are. The time super handy well we've got um a couple things to get to here and as we have the last five-ish weeks or so we're going to be getting kicked off with our tonsillitis watch 2020 this is normally where we would insert our um tonsillitis watch news alert music but we don't have the budget for it um <laughs> so it is, I think we started this the first show of November, so this is like week five or something like this. As a recap, the last two calendar years, like on Thanksgiving, in the immediate days after Thanksgiving, I have come down with nasty colds, and at first it was just like, it's a nasty cold, but then look in the mirror, and my tonsil is the size of Neptune, or like a Kennedy half dollar. Tonsillitis, last two years, and... This year, we've really pumped up the health. I've been taking a multivitamin every day, running so much. I have a Mother Mary statue, so I really think that this year, we are in good shape. Nothing yet, but, um, you know, I don't want to get cocky. And I'm really glad we have Rachel here for this because she doesn't have tonsils. Is that right? That's correct. What happened there? It sounds like a juicy story. <laughs> not that juicy. I had them removed when I was five years old. My parents were pretty concerned about my snoring and my sleeping, the, when I'm, <laughs> my breathing in my sleep. Mm -hmm. So they were removed. Apparently they were very large. They I don't really remember this part of my life. They put you much. under for that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I have a screenplay where this is real. Um, there's a guy stranded on a desert, desert island and he gets really sick and he has tonsillitis and he has to remove his own tonsils. And apparently I researched this online when I had tonsillitis. It's like impossible to do it without bleeding out. So I think this would be like a, a heroic feat of strength. It's very similar. I don't want to say derivative because it's not, but it is very similar to the scene in Castaway. Have you seen that one with Tom Hanks? No. Oh, we should watch it sometime. It's a great, great film. I think it's Robert Zemeckis who did um, Back to the Future. Anyways, um, he has to take out a tooth with an ice skate. And that's all I can say without giving away the plot. Um, but we are, we're, we're in the clear. One thing that, you know, I, I often, when I talk to people about my tonsil uh, saga, tonsil odyssey, that's one word, right? Tonsil Odyssey, T-O-N-S-I-L. Are there two L's in tonsil or just one? I think just one. O-D-S-I-L. <laughs> uh, 
Y S S E Y tonsillotomy. Um, people are like, well, why don't you just ask the doctor to take him out? And I'm like, well, that's a whole hassle. My voice is my money maker. You know, this is our 152nd straight show, and people are like, well, just get a guest host, celebrity guest host. You know, like you know, like Kimmel or Conan or something. And I'm like, well, that would be great, but I feel like. We haven't quite earned our place in the biz yet. You know, we're just finishing up year three. I figure we get to, you know, Carson status, year 10, year 15, something like that. Sure, I'm down. Let's do it. So the other thing, and this is where I want to turn it over to Rach, see if she has anything to comment on here. I'm worried about, like, always having to deal with throat issues in the future, strep throat. The statistics are mind-boggling for people who don't have... Your tonsils in, which makes sense because there are like they're like a line of defense against infections. Rach, what's your experience been like in the last twenty years dealing with infections because you don't have your tonsils? I will say I get strep throat a lot, pretty much every year around the same time in the summer. Other than that, I that's about it. But well, strep throat's pretty that. gnarly. Yeah, it's not fun. <clears throat> Thank you to um, Rach, Rachel Ramos, Rachel Ramos, our, uh, what is it, ear, nose, and throat specialist? Is that like the terminology? That's I think. what they say. Ear, nose, and throat, yeah. Um, thanks for that. Okay. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I know the fans are very invested in this because we were talking about it with some super fans and hashtag immediate uh, family members of the podcast. That one's a lot to type, but it'll only take up like half your tweet. Um, about Real Housewives this morning, and mom was saying she's going to give me a shirt that just says Jen Shaw on it, and that brings us to this episode of Real Housewives. So on the previous episode, it ended. They were at this 1920s flapper party in this speakeasy. I think Whitney was the one putting it on, but it didn't really matter. Um, as a recap, you have Whitney, who is blonde and slept with her boss, and I think his name's Chris or something, and now they're happy. And then her cousin is Heather, who's divorced and not sure if she's ever going to actually find true love. But she has like three kids. And then you have... Um, Meredith, who I was kind of like, didn't really know anything about at the beginning of the season, but now is really coming into her own. And she has a lot of kids. They're in college. One of them is Brooks who dropped out of college just to be on the show, which I don't think is a good investment, but whatever. And then there's Lisa, who was like the villain of episode two. She's kind of like an Italian Jersey shore mom. And she's kind of mellowed out though, but she's got an attitude. And then there's Jen Shaw, who is like, Tahitian and Korean or something and she's her husband is the defensive backs coach at the University of Utah and then there's Mary Cosby who married her grandfather her step-grandfather and she is a preacher at a Pentecostal church in Salt Lake City so the episode opens up we jump back to the 1920s flapper party in this like back of a an antiques store and all of a sudden, Jen Shaw is just, I think she had had like 25 vodka sodas or something. And she is, yeah, yikes is right. If you haven't watched the highlights, you're going to want to pull them up. She, all of a sudden, she was mad because earlier she had made plans to have a slumber party with Meredith, which is kind of weird because they're like... 50 years old. Um, but then Meredith canceled because it was Meredith's 
daughter Chloe her last night before going back to college. So Meredith was like, "We're not. I can't do that because I need to spend time with Chloe." Which the whole thing doesn't make a ton of sense to me because it was the night of this party that the slumber party was supposed to happen. So they're already at this party anyways. So I don't know why they even wanted to do a slumber party this night, but whatever. So. Then you also had in the previous episode, if you remember, this is important for the plot, I promise. Um, you had Meredith, who again is like pretty level-headed, pretty normal. She went to Mary's church, Mary's Pentecostal church with Whitney and her drug addict dad, who did not make an appearance in this episode, which is too bad because that hair is something to look at. And that made Jen Shaw really mad because Jen Shaw is in this weird feud with Mary Cosby. And so... Jen Shaw got really mad that Meredith was talking to Mary Cosby. So Jen Shaw goes and pulls Meredith aside at the party, this 1920s flapper party, and she is just like going off on Meredith, who is very cool as a cucumber. And Jen Shaw is like, how could you be friends with Mary Cosby and how could you cancel our sleepover? And Meredith is just like, what are you talking about? You are insane. And Jen Shaw just takes it all the way up to an 11. She is yelling. She's yelling at Meredith. She calls um, Mary Cosby a, um, a grandpa effer. And it's just crazy talk. And eventually they get, they remove her almost forcibly from the party. And her husband picks her up. And that's like, that takes up a large portion of the you know the first half of the episode and then there's stuff in the middle that isn't really that interesting but you have um let's see mary is like okay there's too much drama going on here everyone needs to settle down so she's organizing i don't think we've talked about this she's organizing this luncheon but it's met gala themed which is already weird because the met gala changes themes every year and so Mary Cosby wants to do like this big dress up thing for lunch, just the six girls. And the whole thing just like doesn't make a lot of sense. And basically the whole episode, Whitney and Heather are just like talking heads, commenting on what's going on. They really didn't get any plot this episode. And you have in or before this luncheon starts, we learn from Jen Shaw, this whole episode is like, whole victim card she's like ah things with me and coach shah her husband are really tough and there's just like no one's ever there for me and it's just rolling my eyes it is way too much so they come to this luncheon and you think that jen shah is going to apologize but instead she just goes into this whole thing about like how important loyalty is to her and she's just playing the victim card over and over again and it's not really that much drama but she doesn't apologize to Mary for calling her a grandpa effort and they tease a big confrontation because again, like they did with the flappers party, they cut away or the episode ends while they're doing the lunch. So there's going to be like part two of the lunch to kick off next week's episode, which is on Wednesday night on Bravo. And all in all, it wasn't really that interesting of an episode, but that's what happened. You have any wow, thoughts? Thanks for catching me up. Yeah, Rachel didn't watch I didn't it. Get a chance to watch it this week. Mm, that's okay. You didn't miss too much. There's probably a YouTube recap or something you could watch. So I don't need to do that now. Yeah, that's I true. Heard all the important things. So, who are your favorites and your least favorite? Uh, my favorite would probably be Meredith. I like Meredith too. Yeah, she's got a 
funny family also. Mm -hmm. Meredith or Heather, least favorite is Mary. Yeah. She's trouble. And she's Mary is trouble. And when she blinks, it's like the biggest <laughs> blink you've ever seen. I don't know if it's just because of her lashes or what it is. But, yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> obviously didn't like Mary right away. And then I was kind of down on Lisa. But she just said that one episode where she was being a real grouch. And Jen Shaw, at first, I was like, whatever. She seems kind of normal. But she is just, like, getting worse and worse as each episode goes on. And... I like, I still like Whitney and Heather, but they really didn't get anything to do this episode. And Meredith is just like pretty chill. And yeah, her kids are, are pretty fun. Okay. So there was your, uh, Desperate Housewives recap. Let's pull up our ads here. I don't know, Rach, you want to read any of these ads or no? You do such a good job. I think you should just keep rolling with it. Oh no, I, we love having guest reads, but, um, that's okay. You can you can chime in anytime you want. Um, oh, cuts by Q. Oh wait, that's our last one. We gotta start with Home Pride Oregon. I got excited because I was thinking maybe we could do a live cuts by Q on the air with a video stream next week, huh? Rage no. bull cut. <laughs> I'm thinking Joey you King Fargo season one. Ooh, well we'll see. It could be fun. Nope. Okay, well, we'll talk about it. All right, Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating, cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Uh, home Pride, Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspector certified. Er, what was it? Home home inspection certified and and uh, contractor certified. Good enough. So you know you're getting the good stuff. We're not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're tired of big real estate's wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection perfection i should have done that last part yeah you can do it maybe now. next time okay next time when we're doing the uh, we when we're doing our cuts by q live on the air as we're reading the cuts by q ad read wow that's I'm not due for a haircut i think that's week. vertical integration maybe we'll do highlights Ooh, <laughs> i'm thinking i'm thinking blonde streaks and uh little uh bangs in the front and Maybe we could do the Cindy Lou Who haircut. You just got a little coming out the top. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shout out to the Samson Q2U series, and it's pulling double duty today, which is pretty exciting. I haven't had a guest on the show in a really long time, but I think Rachel's going to be so popular. She's going to be a mainstay. I can't do an episode without her now. She's she's the rat to my tat. Wow. (laughs) It's really exciting. Maybe we should get matching rat tattoos that say rat and tat, and they're on the back of rats. Again, we will talk about this later. There are a lot of ideas being floated around. <laughs> we'll see what happens. If you have any listener feedback, complaints, concerns, or hate mail, you can always email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. We love listener interactions um all right last read here 
And then Rachel's going to share home movies with us audioly, ver- verbally. It's that wasn't part of the outline. Ooh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it, <laughs> literally. Bob and Weave, <laughs> we all know the hairstyle, and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, only different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana. That includes Papa's and the greater Chicagoland area. Papa's was at Phantom Fireworks again this weekend. I think they might have a new Whoa. permanent home. Yeah, I know. It sounds like they're really raking in the business. Uh, from beehives to banks, faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between, you got to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can email Cuts by Q at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z, by Q at Yahoo.com. Oh, you want to sing the jingle? I know you know it. All right. Uh, Rachel is very musically talented. I'll just hum it, baby. And later, she's playing a little tune for us on the piano. She's been practicing Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata, mm-hmm. third movement, C-sharp minor. And uh, she even said she was going to transpose it by two half steps up just because she can. So I'm excited. Uh, oh, and you need a fresh do, something snappy and new. Just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Good singing. So beautiful. Yeah. Claire just from China texted me. Let's see what she wants. We're working on a Sunday. Earlier, I had to watch a young man who made a video introduction for one of his college applications. He was so precious. Um, Do you have any availability? I have a 30-minute talk anytime after 4 p.m., Tuesday anytime after 4 p.m. Why are we always after 4 p.m.? These China hours are killing me. They're killing us. Um, Okay. That wasn't my guy. That's too bad. We're watching my fantasy football team implode in real time, which is really exciting. Um, Okay. Uh, Welcome to part two of the program, which is very improvisational. We did not talk about it. but it's okay. We're just having fun. Rach, what are some of your favorite parts about the holiday season? Um, probably just getting the chance to spend some quality time with my family, my sisters. And, and Bailey. We, and Bailey. She's a new addition. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just spending some time around my house. Um, I mean, in the past, like, we would do Christmas decorations and do some baking, um, make a gingerbread house, just all of the holiday activities. But it's just a nice, loving time. That sounds pretty loving. Yeah. What about Christmas morning? What's that like? Christmas morning is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. We all wake up super early to open gifts from Santa. My mom still gives us gifts from Santa, even though, spoiler alert. Don't ruin it for the younger listeners. (laughs) Little Sam might be listening. He might be listening. So so we'll always open those gifts, then we'll have some breakfast, and then just open some more gifts um, before going to like a family get-together. Wow. Sounds yeah. pretty fun. Is there like a the special? Is, is there like a special Christmas breakfast or no? Mm, no. 
Crunchwrap Supremes. Maybe this year. Rachel, By what? Request. Rachel makes the best homemade Crunchwrap Supremes, which I just learned what those were. Um, the best Taco Bell menu item. It's the best Taco Bell menu item. Have you ever had Taco Bell breakfast? I have not. Me neither. Um, so a Crunchwrap Supreme is like a big tortilla, like a burrito tortilla, you mm-hmm, were saying. Correct. And there's what? Ground turkey and yeah, cheese. And the, it's usually ground beef. But ground beef yeah. and cheese. And you put lettuce, lettuce. in there, sour cream. Mm-hmm, tomato. Tomato, mushrooms. For your dad. Extra mushrooms for Jose. Extra mushrooms for her dad, who loves the shrooms. It's his favorite food. Mm, not actually, though. <laughs> um, and then you, you put, what, a, a tostada in there? Yep, a tostada, and then another little, like, flour tortilla on top of the tostada that you, like, had previously cut out. And then you wrap it all up. How is this all going to fit in your mouth? It's pretty easy to do. Okay. Don't worry. Have you ever seen the SNL sketch Taco Town? I don't think so. I'll have to watch that after this. It's This is kind of what this reminds me of. There's just a lot of food going on. Oh, speaking of fun foods, though, tell us about your little uh, pancake bread. I didn't make it yet. The no, but for those of us listening who are like, what on earth is pancake bread? It sounds like something little Quinn would have tried to make when he was six years old, but apparently it's good. I just found a fun recipe. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's in like a banana bread loaf, mm-hmm. but it has the consistency of a pancake. It's Whoa. fluffy. That's a and thick pancake. chocolate chips in it. Wow. That could be tasty. Do you think you'd make that for crazy. your for your chopped dessert? Maybe. You'd probably need some sort of like cream or something to balance it out. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we can try it. You never made that mm-hmm. uh, grilled Caesar salad for me. <laughs> It's your no, specialty. I never made it for you. <laughs> Grilling season is over. Mm. You just hated on it so much. I didn't. Did. I was just I was open to having it. I was, I was just like about my favorite. You need to salad. not salad. You are so strong and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and you do so much. You went to three grocery stores today. Did. That's a lot. That's two more than anyone else did. You're doing so well. And you look good too. Mm. And you are have so much character and humorous and a fan wow, favorite and i was saying i was saying on. you could do one of those instagram ask me anythings and you would get so many questions and you'd be like i'd be like hey rachel what do you think about this and you'd be like um this and this and this mm-hmm. yeah so maybe we could do that tonight maybe maybe an instagram maybe live streamed concert rachel plays christmas big band hits with quinn on vocals see we do up on the house top <laughs> click 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 here comes santa down the chimney <laughs> yikes you okay pull those lyrics up <laughs> it was it was the third verse on air <laughs> what's your favorite christmas carol I'm not a big Christmas music person. Rachel hates Christmas. <laughs> I'm a Grinch. Ooh, not a good. Um, I don't know. I'll have to think about it and get back to you. That's okay. There's no rush. We're going to be on the air for another two hours. So. Oh, my God. 
This was just the second <laughs> half of the first quarter. <laughs> wow. This is not what I was expecting. <laughs> you got to do the halftime show. It's going to be like the Super Bowl. What can you tell us about the weekend, the Super Bowl halftime performer for this year? Because I don't know anything about him except he was in that movie Uncut Gems. What do you mean? What like do we what? know about him? Is he? A, he's a singer, right? Yeah. Does he like dance? Not that I'm aware of. So why didn't they get Bruno Mars again? I don't know. That was quite the performance. <sighs> That's too bad. The weekend. He's pretty popular. Doesn't have a third E. Only two E's in the weekend. W e e k n d. Very important distinction. And he, they haven't announced any like. Uh, other people that he's performing with but I'm hoping for Rachel Ramos backup dancer <laughs> you could be left shark you'd be great <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll, we'll talk about it okay <laughs> I haven't gotten the invite just yet well you gotta that's why your Instagram you could do the ask me mm-hmm. you know questions it's really gonna boost your profile things to think private. about Everyone's on private. I can't creep on photos. What's the point of having an Instagram if you're going to be on private? And you have some really big weirdos that just... It'd be like putting your LinkedIn on private. Like, what's the point? I don't get it. I don't know. Anyways. Okay. Wow. I can put mine on public for a week and it'll be a nice social experiment I can come back with. Yeah, and <laughs> you'll have like 50,000 followers probably. You are going to blow up. We're going to make you so famous all right well anything left you want to impart upon our fans i've got nothing you've already said so much i have said so much (laughs) we have grilled cheese to make rachel's been talking about having (laughs) grilled cheeses for months and tonight we're going to do it we have sourdough bread and three kinds of cheese Mm -hmm. we have cheddar monster and gouda and we have turkey bacon and tomato soup and um, cheesecake, which we'll probably put, I'll we'll probably have after the grilled cheese. We're not going to yeah, put that in. No, we'll probably save it for after. And we still have like these Keebler Elf fun little choco guys that we can munch on while we're cooking. Anything else? Fresca, wine. My fruity fruity pebbles candle. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a Christmas tree to me. Mm. We're gonna make a trade since Rachel likes how it smells. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else? No, oh, I think that's it. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Well, for all of us here at uh, Quinn David Furnish presents the Bean Town Podcast, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We are coming up on the holidays, or I guess it's holiday season. We're coming up on Christmas. We have, what, like three more episodes till Christmas? Two more episodes? Only two more episodes till Christmas. Whoa. Well, we'll have to do a Christmas special. Maybe Sister can give us her top home improvement tips for this Christmas season. We'll see. Um, Oh, we were going to see if Dad wanted to do his um, Hostess versus Little Debbie taste test live on air. I think that could be fun. I would need to run like 50 miles before that to afford the calories, though. Woof. Um, 
Do you have a favorite, like, Little Debbie snack cake? I know you didn't have those a lot, but do you have a favorite? Mm. No, I like the, I think they're hostess, the Zingers. Ooh, what do those look like? They're like a vanilla cake. There's like some cream filling in it on top, and there's some, like a frosting on the on top as well. And they're called zingers. Zingers, yeah. Wow, it sounds That's tasty. One of my favorite one. It sounds like the. Is it just like the inverse of the like the chocolate cupcake that has like the white little yeah. swirl? Okay, yeah, those would all be good. Um, yeah, I'm a sucker for zebra cakes. Those mm. are very tasty. Um, but we always get Swiss cake rolls in our stockings from Santa because Santa has good taste, literally. Um, well, maybe we will pick that up in a couple weeks when we do a show from the West Coast. Um, that's all for us here from the Beantown Podcast, and we are going to get our outro music, um, not live from Rach, but maybe next week. We'll see. <laughs> she's got. She's going to practice a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm going to do some more practicing mm-hmm. before I attempt to do that. Practice makes perfect, yeah. Uh, okay, that's good for us. We are going to get cooking. And uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in, and thank you, Rachel, for making your big debut on the show. You did this amazing. This so fun. Yeah. <laughs> she did so well. She's been asking to come on for so long. Weeks. Weeks. Okay. That's what we got. Stay safe, stay sane, and uh, we'll check in on you next time. Bye. Bye.